gamer, uh, and all-around talented individual, Becca DeMarco. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. So, uh, recently you starred in the movie Marijuana Minutes. Mm -hmm. We uh, interviewed Ryan Moore on here, so we are a little familiar with the film, but we're excited to have you as, like, the... The actor's perspective Heck yeah. on, on the film because it was very funny. You did a great job. Thank in it. you. Yeah, you no. saw it at Garden State, right? Yeah, I saw it at the Garden State Film Festival. It was epic. It's really great. I'm hoping uh, to see it at least one more time somewhere. Hopefully, yeah. you will. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just for people at home, when does it go on distribution? Um, it will be for available to rent on Amazon uh, on September first. Awesome. That's great. So go out and download it. You could even pause the podcast right now and watch the film. Yeah. Or you could uh, just listen to the podcast and watch the film after. Yeah. It's mandatory. Mandatory to watch the film. Yeah. Um, it's a New Jersey classic, and we, we pride ourselves on being a New Jersey classic here at Gardens. Uh, Sessions with Mary Jane. Sessions with Mary whatever, Jane. Whatever the F this podcast is anymore. <laughs> so, uh... Becca. Yes. Where did your uh, journey start out? Are you Jersey lifelong or did you move here? No, I I was born and raised in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Okay. And I went to school there uh, and then I went to college in New Jersey at Montclair State University, which is where I met Ryan um, and all, most of the people that worked on Marijuana Minutes went to uh, Montclair State. I went for acting. A lot of them were in film. I was that like annoying little acting major that would run around to all the film majors and be like, put me in your film. Like, even if it's just for a second, make me a zombie in the background, do whatever you have to do. Um, and that's how I met Ryan as I worked on a film with him in college. And then there was like this random moment when I was trying to be a director and not well, it was really bad. I am not a good director, um, but I needed some equipment and I was borrowing some equipment from one of our mutual friends and Ryan was in the apartment and he was like, oh yeah, like Becca would be really good for Amy in Marijuana Minutes. And it was totally happenstance, um, an absolute accident that I was ever even asked to be a part of this. Um, but I think I did okay in it. And so I'm very happy I was asked to be a part of it. And um, yeah, that's how I kind of got involved. Wow. Yeah. So wait, that was that was very loaded. What you just said. <laughs> Sorry. First, first thing, wait, like what? What made you not think that you were a good director? What was? What oh was God, that? I just I didn't have the vision. I I I think I'm a good actor, and I think I know where my strengths lie. She is a good actor. Thank you for from saying what I've that. seen. Thank yeah. you for saying that yes. out loud. <laughs> I think I know what where my strengths lie, and I think that directing is just not one of them and like I've had people around me be like you should direct you should write and I'm like guys I've tried it's just not what I can do I don't really know how to vocalize what makes me bad at the thing but I know that I'm better at acting than the anything else I think maybe in the whole world yeah and you learned uh, in college one of the most important uh, things about filmmaking that it's all about who you know and who yeah. you run into and happenstance in the industry yeah and the program was very like theater based and I knew that I really liked film because I'd done some projects in high school and stuff like little things that no one's ever heard of um, so I knew that I already wanted to be involved in those kinds of things so as soon as I heard that there was a film program on campus I was like alright I'm gonna make it my mission to get in every student film. And a lot of film majors knew me as like, oh, that girl that's in everyone's film. So, nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's also what I recommend to other 
like people that want to be actors that are in school for acting is find the film program get in those films because a lot of filmmakers in college are also really shy about asking actors to be in their things and they usually use their friends I found is yeah. like oh I just gonna get another filmmaker to just be in this film for me but like go to the acting program find an actor they want to work too just as much as you do and I learned so much about being on films from working with film students you oh, know yeah, for sure <laughs> yeah like because they're learning as they go so now I'm learning what a grip is what a gaffer is what an apple box is you know like while I'm in college just as they're learning I'm learning too yeah, you're getting the vocabulary lessons from all these people who are excited about their classes. Still. Yeah, yeah, and it's not really something that, like, when you're actually a working actor, anybody's going to, like, take the time to explain to you yeah. about, like, oh, this is what the gaffer's doing, or, like, oh, they're testing the light on your face, and, you know, those little things, or, like, room tone, what's that? But when you're actually working with other students, you learn those things along the way. Yeah, wow. Yeah. What was it like growing up in Pennsylvania? It was cool. <laughs> I mean, like, not much really uh, went down, I would say, I guess. I don't know. I feel like, like, I went to Catholic school for a really long time, so my freedom really started in college, I feel. I didn't get, like, any crazy experiences in high school. I did work in a haunted house in high school, which was pretty cool. As an actor? Yeah. As a scare actor? Yeah, as a scare actor. What, what was the most effed up thing you did to somebody? Oh, God. Well, so I was I was in a corn maze. Oh, wow. It was like three different attractions. It was a house, a corn maze, and then a hayride. And I was in the corn maze. And I was like the first person that you'd see. So I used like a really loud, obnoxious, like little girl voice. So they would like be so like worried about what was going to pop out at them. And I'd be like, hi, I'm Becky. And I would just like really <laughs> get in there. And they a lot of people would fall over. There was one group of people that came in and I did the like, hi, I'm Becky voice. And one girl like fell over like a, a gate. And I thought that she almost impaled herself. I was so <laughs> worried. She was fine. She, well, she didn't look fine, but all of her friends were laughing and they were like, she's fine. Cause there's like, we have a little exit in case anybody needs it. They can go down an aisle and quickly escape. And that has happened like for little kids, they get scared. You know, the little ones need to like get the hell out of there sometimes. Um, but she didn't, she didn't even use that. She used, she was a champ. She just like fell over a gate and was like, ah, that was awesome. And kept walking, <laughs> which was terrifying for me. Yeah. I, I love that about like small towns is there's just like not acting opportunities. Yeah. So then it's just like, okay, it's either the haunted house, it's the yeah. Renaissance fair, or it's like right. this random like school play. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, I definitely did a lot of school plays, that's for sure. I was Mother Abbess in The Sound of Music. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then in college, I played Lady Catherine de Bourgh in Pride and Prejudice, so I've just always been cast as old women. Wow. Why do you think that is? I am just too strong. Do you have siblings? <laughs> yeah. I have an older brother. How I'm a little older? sister. He, she, he's um, three, three and a half years older than me. Cool. Were you guys close? Yeah, super nice. close. I love my brother. He just got married recently. Nice. Yeah. Nice Very exciting. He lives in Minnesota. I'm not really sure how he ended up there, but that's where he is now. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah all over the map. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The DeMarcos are taking over the U.S. So how do you like Jersey since coming here? I like, love it. Did you it. like Montclair? Did you feel like you were a part of it? I feel like the campus for Montclair isn't necessarily like in Montclair. Yeah. So do you feel like people get off 
campus and like hang or do you feel like people generally stay on campus well i lived off campus nice. for two years so i brought people off campus to hang nice. that was like what my job was i love new jersey i mean i didn't honestly i didn't think i'd ever say that out loud because like <laughs> when i went to new jersey for college my uncle was like becca you go to college to get out of new jersey not to go into it and you know like jersey's like the punching bag of a lot oh, yeah. of other states <laughs> But now having lived here for a while, like, I, it's a really great state. It has everything. And, like, so much community, I feel like. And I feel like I really vibe with the people here. I mean, I've been here for, like, ever and ever now. Like, a decade now. I've lived here for, like, a decade. I'm basically a New Jerseyan now. More than a Pennsylvanian. Um, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, Montclair was a great time. I loved the acting program. I loved the, the schooling that I got. It's you know, different for everyone. Not everybody vibes with the program, but I really, really loved it. It was definitely the kind of program for me. The thing is that the acting program specifically is like a movement-based program. So it's a lot about getting in touch with your body and like really understanding your vessel, you know what I mean? And not everybody vibes with that, but that's definitely something that I really connected with. Nice. Yeah. Like were you doing like Suzuki and stuff yeah. like that? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, we did Suzuki. Yeah, my, my crazy crazy acting professor in college really wanted me to take Suzuki, but I had to work. It was I like love a morning Suzuki. class, and he, he like thought I was wimping out of the class, and I'm like, no, I really would take this class. Like, it does sound sick, Aww. but yeah. I, you should take a class at City Company in the city. Maybe I will. You should. It's I love Suzuki. I would do it again. I, I did some stuff with the City Company as well, but I, I haven't done Suzuki in a while. I actually just went to the gym for the first time in like two years yesterday. My arms feel like noodles. <laughs> it's crazy. You gotta start eventually. Yeah. yeah. You gotta start somewhere, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta get strong again. <laughs> I used to be strong. I'm not anymore. Did you play a lot of sports growing up? I played volleyball. Um, but that was like in middle school. Hmm. And then I had to give up volleyball for theater in, in high school because it was like the same schedule. For sure. So I couldn't do both. Um, and I did choir. So that's really it. That's the only sports I did. Right. Yeah. But I danced for a while as well. And then um, I did a lot of like physical stuff in college just because that's what the program really lent itself to. What do you think is like your biggest like acting hack? Like if you could like what whatever gets you into like the place you need to be. Like yeah. is your hack that like you just say the lines? Is your hack like I need to do my physical warm ups and then I'm there? I do have to do physical warm ups. I I'm definitely a physical actor. Um I I will do like, you know, a sun salutation or whatever, just get my core going. But I talked about this before recently. I have kind of like this weird quirky thing that I do. Um I I like astrology. Like I I know how to read birth charts, like the full chart. Okay. Um, so I'll create a birth chart for whatever character I'm going to play, um, just to kind of go through like what I think that they've deemed important throughout their lives. And then like, I learn more about their relationship with their parents. If that's not expressly communicated in the script or like, what are their views on money? Or like, do they want to get married? Do they want children? Like I, I like to form an entire birth chart for, for my characters. It's kind of dorky and weird. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. That's what I do. Wow. Yeah. 
I don't think I've ever heard that before. That's awesome. Yeah, Very it's not cool. it's not something I mean it's the character comes from the stars. Yeah. Well <laughs> I mean like it's it's cool, right? Because like if you know how to read it, then you know how to write one. If you know how to read one, then you can write one. And then it's not as much of like a, oh, this is a belief system based thing. It's just like, oh, let me actually look at what these things mean and then figure out what this character might deem as important based on these tools. So like, like we have Mercury, that's the planet of communication, and wherever I put that within a certain house is going to change their views on communication or how they communicate, you know? Yeah. Like, if I'm going to put... I mean, we don't have to get into no, it, because no, it's get pretty into nerdy. It. No, no, like, no, this is what this podcast is all about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, if, if, if we put Mercury, you know, in the second house, which is the house of wealth and possessions, it's probably, like, they are going to communicate to get something from whoever they're communicating with. But if we wanted to put that Mercury, like, in the, the fifth house, the house of, like, creation and play, it's probably they're going to speak much more passionately about whatever they're, they're trying to communicate rather than for utility if it was in the second house. So I, I take the planets yeah. that are already described, I take the houses that are already defined, and I just put them together, and then I kind of understand a character more fully. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's like you're saying things that I'm just like... <laughs> 98% of the population, like, never thinks that, like, people are even that different. Yeah. Like, I feel like most people would just be like, yeah, like, pe people like to eat. People like, well, people people like, to, like to eat. People like to feel loved. Like, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> and that, I mean, that's what I think is awesome about, like, real-ass actors who, like, think think into it is, like, you know how different people can be. And, like, yeah. that's what really brings out characters. Yeah. Did you feel like uh, your character in Marijuana Minutes was, like, very close to you? Do you think it was, like, a very big stretch? Well, they say the rest of the cast and the crew say that I'm the closest to my character, and then Jared, who played Trevor, is the least close to his character. Okay. But <laughs> I'm more employable than Amy is, I promise. And <laughs> I've never murdered anyone. Um, watch the movie to find out. And then... Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I smoke weed. I like marijuana, of course. I'm not a crazy person. It's legal. I can say that. Heck yeah, we're in Jersey. Yeah, yeah. we're in Jersey. It's legal. But, um, I mean, I there are parts of Amy that are definitely very much me. Like the, you know, I, it's so hard. I think mannerisms. Mannerisms-wise, I am similar to Amy. But um, employability-wise... I'm not <laughs> similar to Amy. I have a job, I promise, and I'm good at my job. But I do, I would, I would wake up at noon if given the opportunity. I would. <laughs> nice. Was that your first, uh, like, big comedy experience? Well, I did improv. I was a big improv oh. actor. Um, so, like, comedy in general, no. This was my first feature, though. And this was my first lead in a feature, which is exciting. Um... Yeah, I mean, I have done a feature before, but this is my first lead in a feature film, which was really important to me and special to me, and I'm very excited about it. Please watch it on September 1st. Please. Did it feel natural to have everybody, like, revolving around you? Like, because <laughs> that, that is weird. No, but, like, if you're the lead, like, that's, like, weird. Like, I don't know. Like, you said you've always been, like, kind of side characters and, like, the, old, yeah. the older woman type characters. Like, was it interesting to be, like, oh, yeah, like... 
I, I have to deliver in this scene because, like, I am the focus of, like, a lot of these scenes and, like, the story is following me and, like, it's the lines or is well, it just the same? I mean, it didn't role? feel it didn't feel lonely. I mean, which I don't know if that's what the question really is, but the, the, the set was so collaborative um, and Ryan was really great about letting us kind of play with whatever we wanted to do. And obviously I had my whole birth chart for Amy, so, like, I knew her so well yeah. um, that it didn't feel... It didn't feel like I was really like isolated yeah. during the process or anything like that. I, it was extremely collaborative and it was a very warm environment to be in. We were just laughing all day, every day throughout the entire set. We would just like do a take, crack up and then do another take. It was really, really great. It was an awesome experience. Yeah, how was it working with your co-star, Sophia? Oh my god, I love her. I didn't know were her before. Were you guys friends this, before? Though. Okay. No, yeah. I didn't know her at all and then find out she lives across the street from me oh wow <laughs> yeah well not during filming but after filming she ended up moving across the street from me and we we honestly didn't hang out as much as we should have but i do love her so much more than many people i'm not gonna say more than anyone but more than many people um i think she's fantastic and just such a warm soul and really cool person and she also likes astrology so we connected over oh, wow. that yeah um <laughs> Uh, but I miss her a lot. Sophia, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't hang out the other day for drinks, but we should <laughs> hang out soon. I miss you so much. <laughs> and it's funny because there, there are a couple scenes in the film where we didn't know each other yet. Like, her and I did not know each other. And I look back at those, like, it's two scenes. It's like a couple very small scenes. But I look back at them and I'm like, I wish that we could refilm them just because of how well I know her now. Yeah. And like how well I think we both talked about each other's characters so much throughout the whole process. I wish we could go back and refilm those scenes because I think that there would have been a lot more depth to to those moments. But, you know, it's just something that, like, I'm going to look at and, and notice and not something anybody else is going to notice. Oh, yeah. No, it, it came out great. You guys should be very happy with Thank it. You. I It's, like, I feel like it's so rare to see, like, features at that level, like at a local level like at that level of quality at that like thank you low level of locality yeah. like yeah. i feel like usually if it's a local thing that usually means it's bad yeah and like that's what was very cool about like watching it is like it's something that like jersey can really take pride in like north jersey montclair like all around like yeah. can be like yeah this was shot here this is like awesome it like feels like it caught a time too because mm -hmm. like definitely now that like weed's legal i feel like that's like an odd place to be making a weed movie yeah because like you everything's changing so quickly so it's like how do you keep on with it and it's like you guys definitely picked a concept that's like not dated yet mm -hmm. so that's good people are still using vape pens for now yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i mean that's all ryan ryan is a really great writer and i mean that to say i say that I mean to say that he can write anything. Like, he'll sit down and he'll just start writing. And he can come up with a concept so easily, but then he'll get bored of something and then move on to something else. He's told me, like, <laughs> two or three concepts that he has for his, like, next film. And I'm like, let's do it. I'm ready. Like, get me in, coach. Like, let's go. And then, like, a month later, he'll be like, oh, I scrapped that. Anyway, we're going to do this now. And I'm like, come on, pick something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want to get in there again. I'm ready. 
stuff to be creators. I feel like that's what's good about being an actor is you can kind of jump around. Yeah. And, like, be like, oh, I'm just doing the period piece for, like, a couple weeks, and then I'm going to leave that idea yeah. and then go to something else. Exactly. I mean, it's so hard with the strike right now and everything, but um, I'm glad I'm glad that we are creating a really cool independent film that hopefully people can watch and enjoy in lieu of the strike and support independent artists. Heck yeah. No, yeah. that's the model of like SAG had the like indie waivers and stuff like that. So I feel like that was kind of the mm -hmm. model that they wanted to have is like, we're not stopping anybody from making a film like this. We're stopping people from doing business with people who are ripping mm -hmm. us off and have tons of money and don't pay us. Yeah. So yeah, it totally. is, it is good to, to keep that creativity flowing and mm -hmm. whatnot. What are, what are some of the films that really uh, made you want to be an actress? Oh gosh, that's hard. Oh God. Um, well, my favorite movie is The Devil Wears Prada. I think that's a great film. And I think that, um, I mean, Meryl Streep is just such an amazing human being. I think that I might have actors more than I have films. Um, and that's like Robin Williams, Meryl Streep um, are probably my, my big two. Even like Bryan Cranston, just because of like the the depth of his career and how many different things he's done in his career uh which i really respect and i like that he can be a goofy silly man and then also a serious man um and then like gilda radner um and some of the oldies but goodies i think that um them as people are really what made me want to be an actress but when i was in kindergarten my real the real reason I got into acting was because I was really shy in kindergarten oh, wow. and my mom and my teacher like were talking to each other and they decided oh let's put her into theater so maybe she can break out of her her bubble a little bit so that she can you know not be as shy and so I did that and then I never looked back wow <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah uh how how was your like improv life were you like just taking classes or did you have a troupe that you performed with yeah I've had a couple groups um I took classes for a while but um I I, I did the, it at UCB that was where oh, I did it nice. no longer with us UCB New York <laughs> is no longer up and running very sadly but um I did I was in a sketch improv group in college called the Dirty Nine and that was really a phenomenal experience because we created it. It was the first time it was ever an actual group in college. And um, we were just being so stupid and fun. And it was great. And I had a lot of fun. Um, and I did that for pretty much my entire college career. Oh, nice. And then um, some of the people from the Dirty Nine started a group after college called Bad Jokes for a Good Cause. Huh. And we did... Um, shows at the like ensemble studio theater space um uh, in, in hell's kitchen uh by normal ave when they had their old space they don't have their space anymore but um when they did we would use the normal ave space and um we would do sketch and improv comedy to raise money for various charities and that was really great yeah so i did that for a couple years as well um uh, haven't been back in the improv game in a while though Sadly, I'd like to get back into it. I really love improv. Um, that's also another, that's, I mean, uh, um, wait, wait, not wait, wait, don't tell me. Whose Line Is It Anyway is probably one of the biggest motivators for me to become a comedian. 
I yeah. think. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Yeah. That. Do you like short, uh, short form or long form? I like short form. I like just getting up and doing something real quick. Sorry, we're we're in a live performance space right now, folks at home. So sometimes people come through. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. It's a very uh, very popular place. We're at the Williams Center right now. We never said that, but uh, that is my new place of uh, of home homeliness. Uh, so it's a uh, it's always having people pop through. Yeah, we it got is a really cool space. The, yeah, this place is huge. I, yeah, I gave Becca the tour. Uh, she was like, "Where are you taking me?" Yeah, <laughs> we were going like down hallways and like going into dark rooms. It was actually quite terrifying, but the space is beautiful and massive. Yeah, so if you guys are into uh, cinema in general, because you probably are, if you're listening to this podcast right now, like we're showing art house films on most Tuesdays, Thursdays, Sundays, and some Wednesdays, and like our Wednesday night films have uh, talks with them. So uh, you're not gonna see like first run movies right now at the Williams Center, but if you are a film buff and you're like nobody ever wants to watch these movies with me. <laughs> Come find a community of people who want to watch like some far out stuff. Uh, I watched Daisies last night. Oh yeah? It's like a Czech New Wave film. Ooh. And it is uh, very bizarre. But Sounds it's like bizarre. two women just like ripping off men and just being crazy and it's from 1966 and I'm like, wow, some things are timeless. Yeah, like, sounds good to just, me. Just girl gang, like... <laughs> Buddy comedies, like Hell it's just—it's yeah. been going for fifty years. Like we still do. That's <laughs> like, great. Yeah. It's uh—it's interesting to see because you're just like, oh, I've never seen something like this, and then you watch it and you're like, oh wow, Italians already knew this. Czech people already knew it. Japanese people already knew it, and you're mm -hmm. like, wow, they were already doing these things, and like we act like it's new sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like very cool to know the history of so many different things. Totally. Um. So improv is obviously great um do you have any characters that are like very surprising like that people would be surprised that you like fall into those characters like if they've never seen you do improv or sketch like oh god is there like a wild character that like oh god <laughs> that's such a hard i mean again it's been so long i haven't i haven't really um i haven't really done improv in a while um I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I'd have to, I'd have to, I'd have to get high before I told you any of those. We'd have, we'd have to like light one up or something if I was going to start getting into any characters like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's always weird. Like people, people have like their stock characters and then there's like other characters that you might like see once and then you never see again. Yeah. And then they just disappear forever. Yeah. yeah. Maybe uh, one day. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe. <laughs> Are there any other types of art or creativity that you like to get involved with? Well, I stream, and nice. I think that is quite creative. I like video games a lot. Um, you can find me on Twitch. My handle's LegoBego, L-E-G-G-O-B-E-G-G-O. -E -G -G um, and I stream on Mondays and Fridays, and um, that's been really, really awesome. It's been nice to build a community online. Um, and... I used to sing. My voice is not strong. I like like physically not strong, so I can't really sustain singing for extended periods of time, but I like to do it just for myself in my room. Um, 
I used to I used to be a songwriter, but not as much anymore. Um, and I think that these days I'm really just honing in on acting. Um, I think that th there was a period of time where I was like, I'm going to be a director. I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to do all these things. And again, I think it just came down to, I think I'm good at acting and I think I'd like to continue doing that thing. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when you stream, mm -hmm. are you like, what is like your thing? Like, are you, is it more, like, I'm not, a, I'm not big into, like, video game sure. streamers. So, like, are you, like, interacting a lot, or is it, like, more about the game? No, I, I interact a lot. I think that uh, my chat expects me to be very talkative, nice. which I like. I like hanging out with them. I've actually been doing a lot of just chatting streams lately, where we'll, like, read Am I the Asshole stories, or we'll um, do, like, tier lists, you know. Uh, yeah. and things like that. We've been doing that a lot recently, but I play a lot of Valorant and I play, um, I used to do chess. I don't do chess anymore because it, I'm not good at chess. And then everybody would come into my, my chat and be like, you're not doing it right. And that made me sad. So I don't do chess anymore, but, um, <laughs> I played a lot of, yeah, I played a, a lot of, of people mansplaining chess. Yeah. I mean, it's a really easy game to mansplain in their, in their defense. If you know how to play chess, it's really easy to tell people what they're doing wrong. But I do not, so. Um, we have been playing a lot of Valorant. We've been playing a lot of Played Up. We've been playing... Um, we've been doing a lot of just chat. Oh, Bloons. We've been doing Bloons, which has been really fun, which I haven't really ever played before, but it's been really nice to play that. What and is that game? It's... Um, how do I even explain it? You're, you are a bunch of monkeys, and you need to pop balloons, basically. <laughs> so, like, it's like a, it's like a whole line of balloons that are coming in at various speeds and of various strengths and you need to set up your monkeys to pop those balloons before they get to the finish line oh wow yeah it's a really easy game to be able to talk to chat during because you just set it up and then you go and you're like anyway this crazy thing happened to me and then everybody has a good time oh wow yeah huh. did you always play a lot of video games um i do i didn't realize I was talking to my brother about this actually recently because he was like I didn't realize you played that many video games and then I was like me neither but like think about it we would play Soul Calibur a lot growing up oh, uh. <laughs> I would play the Sims all the time like like the lamb chop game when I was really itty bitty and small and like I play this game called Infinity City that like no one knows it's just like this little computer game that I'd go to the library to play but I did play a lot of video games and I really didn't realize that until I started streaming and I was like, oh yeah, this is something I've done forever. Like Civ 5, I played, I think like 300 hours on Civ, on Civ 5. Oh wow. Yeah. So, yep, I'm a gamer and I've just now accepted that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've heard it here first. Yep. Becca DeMarco I'm is a gamer. gamer. That's true. <laughs> That's me. Uh, you said you went to Catholic school. Are you yeah. religious? Are you still religious? No, not anymore. I, I'm agnostic. I think that, like, if, if there is a God, they wouldn't blame me for not being able to comprehend their existence. Yeah. You know? I think that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I landed on all that. <laughs> What's your go-to uh, food? Um, I really love wings. Nice. Chicken wings. 
That was such a random question after, hey, do you believe in God? Well, yeah, now I'm getting to more of the, more of the personality profile. Yeah. <laughs> now, now they know about, like, Marijuana Minutes. They know to see it. They know to watch your streaming. Now I'm, like, digging what deeper. What are your thoughts on God? <laughs> What's your favorite food? Well, yeah, we wouldn't be here if That's it wasn't hilarious. for food. That's I'm also true. a big fan of wings as well. Are you hungry right now? Is uh, yeah, always little? at that point in the podcast, you yeah. know, as you get deeper into it, you get a little hungry. That's definitely. True. I like I don't really eat meat anymore, but I'll still okay. like buffalo things. Yeah, buffalo like like buffalo cauliflower. Yeah, definitely. Oh my god, that's buffalo so good. tofu, buffalo chickpeas, yeah. whatever, whatever Ugh, I gotta do. Delicious. But yeah, it's it's still it's still a classic for sure. Do you cook a lot or do you? I do eat cook a lot. I really love cooking. That's something creative that I do also. Yeah, that I love is. Cooking. I used to do a lot of fer- fermented stuff like make kimchi and like kombucha and stuff like that, which is. A little scary because botulism is scary, but I never got botulism, so I think I did okay. That's actually sick. Wait, yeah. tell me a little bit more about that culture. <laughs> well, I mean, kimchi and kombucha are different cultures, but I mean, for fermented things, I mean, we've been fermenting things since the beginning of time. Cause, so, like, like, how did you get like a scoby and just like. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, I got a, you can actually just get them out of the like store bought kombucha jars and you just pour that into, um, like a bigger jar and you just start feeding it sugar and the scoby grows oh wow yeah yeah if anybody wants to make kombucha you can make your own scoby that's awesome yeah wow it's dope it's really nice i did like a a raspberry one and then like a mango one it was a little while ago so i don't we did a mango jalapeno one actually it was really good um and then a raspberry one and raspberry is my favorite fruit Hmm. so do you, uh, now, now I'm changing so far okay. away from Scobies. I'm ready. Uh, do you <laughs> utilize New York City a lot, or do you stay mostly in Jersey? Yeah, I work in the city. Okay, so, so you're always in and out. I'm there a lot. Nice. Yeah. Are you a path lady? Yeah, I am. Nice. I, I don't really access the path very often. I usually take buses and trains. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you live around here? Yeah, I live okay. around here. Yeah, yeah I walk to sense. work. It's like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. There's no like path station around here. So. No, nah, I could go to Hoboken. Right. Like, catch a path if I wanted to. but That would be smart. You know. Public transit. Crazy. Yeah, no, I'm trying to, I'm trying to inspire people to use public transit in Jersey more because like, I feel like if we use it, it'll, it'll be better. Maybe. If, if there's more I mean, people on it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I used to take NJ Transit from Montclair into the city. Yeah. And, like, there were a lot of people. And I was there for, like, the summer of hell. The commuter summer of hell. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that. And there was a lot of people taking it. And they just still weren't doing anything about it. So, oh. I mean, but I'm, you know, a sour commuter. <laughs> Do you uh, travel a lot? Um, I... I have traveled a lot in my life. I haven't been recently. Like the last thing I, I, the last place I went was Minnesota for my brother's wedding. Um, But I've been to a few different places. I've been to China. I've been to Chile. I've been to Italy, England, France. All Um, for short times or for long times? Yeah. Like going for a purpose? Well, for China, I did a film in China with, um, there's Montclair State has a sister school in Shanghai. And um, the film majors were going to go to Shanghai for a film. 
And they had like a little audition with the acting majors of like, oh, who's going to be our actress? And they all already knew me because as we said before, I was that annoying acting yeah. major that was like, put me in everything. So they were like, yeah, let's just go with Becca because we want to know the person that we're going to another country with. So um, I did a film in China for I think it was like two and a half weeks we were there. Wow. I wouldn't want to go for any less time than that because the flight's so long. I mean, if anybody's planning on going to China, have an extended stay for at least a week because it's yeah. like a 16-hour flight. It's crazy. Um, and I played solitaire the entire flight. When I was getting off the flight, the guy behind me, like we hadn't talked the entire flight, right? 16 hours. I get up to leave the, the aircraft and the man behind me goes, so you going to China for a solitaire tournament? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yep. <laughs> Wow. I played solitaire. Like, I don't know if I even slept. I played solitaire the entire flight. It was crazy. Um, but that was really fun. But it was really nice to be in Shanghai. Um, a lot of really good food. A lot of really weird food. But that's just, like, from my American palate. Um, I met some really cool people. And then I think Chile is my favorite place I've ever gone, though. And I studied acting in Chile. I think it was, like, for a week and a half or something like that. Um we, there's a sister program of the acting program at Montclair State in um, Santiago and we studied acting there and that was a really really beautiful amazing spiritual experience and I loved every second of it it was oh, wow. great yeah and then I in high school I did like a I was in a choir and we sang in France oh, wow. in like a touring choir thing again my voice is not strong anymore so I can't really be doing all that anymore but at the time it was really really cool um, we were on the, we went to the Eiffel Tower and stuff. Like we actually ate in a restaurant in the Eiffel Tower, which was really cool. Oh wow, yeah. Yeah, there's sick. like two or three restaurants in there. I don't know, but um, we went to one of them. Um, and I mean that was a long time ago, so it's, I don't remember all of it. But um, it was it was cool. I'll tell you that much. I don't remember how long we were there for though. Yeah. Um, but we went like all throughout France. I remember Lisieux was really beautiful. I really liked being there. Um, and. Normandy but anyway and then I went to England because my mom's husband my stepfather now wasn't my stepfather at the time at the time it was just my mom's boyfriend you know you know how it is oh, um yeah. <laughs> he, he that's lived, how it happens yeah that's Dating. how it, they date first and then they get married um but he lived in England so they were in a long distance relationship and we went there for the Olympics Oh. This sounds really. This sounds really cool when I say all of my travel experiences. No, now I'm like that's why she's a great actress because she's been all over the world and she's I, seen different types of people. This is crazy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever like actually sat down and been like, here's all the places I've been. <laughs> but th this sounds dope. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. So yeah, we went there. We went to the Olympics there. That was really cool. We saw handball and tennis. I think the way that they do it is like you put it in a lottery and then you just have to you choose at random what event you're going to. You can't be like, I want to see gymnastics. So. That's what happened. We went to... I remember handball very vividly because I was like, I didn't know that they did handball in the Olympics, but dope. Let's go. Pop off. And then... Um, oh, Italy. I met my family in Italy because uh, my mom's mom is from Italy, um, from a region called Marche in Ascoli Piceno. We're known for our olives. Nice. Um, and I went there and visited my family there. My um, uncle... Lorenzo has a um, uh, uh, has a restaurant there, and he wouldn't let us eat anywhere else, which was very funny. 
Because <laughs> um, we were like, in Italy, we want to like try all of the cuisine. He was like, no, 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 no. Breakfast, you come here. Lunch, you come here. And then dinner, you come here. And we were like, <laughs> okay, sure. We get it. That's fair. And we went to Rome as well. Um, but I didn't really go to southern Italy. I'd like to go back and, and see that part. We really mainly stayed like northern. Um, I think that's all the places that I've been. Do you speak any other languages? I'm supposed to be fluent in Italian, but I'm not. I took like I took so many years of Italian all throughout high school, and then I took like Italian three in college, which is a class where you're supposed to be fluent to take that class. Like very little English was spoken during that class at all, but I'm not. I'm not fluent, okay? It's just not part of my <laughs> genetic makeup. I can't I can't learn new languages and I'm really sad about it actually. I'd love to learn Italian. Um but I, when we went to Italy, I knew how to ask for directions, and I knew how to ask for wine. Nice. So, that is, that's really all you need to know. Yeah. Hopefully the uh, directions before the wine. Yeah. So that you could remember. <laughs> yes. That, that, is, that was the order that they came in, yes. Word. Yeah. Well, we're getting to the end of our podcast. This has been a great, uh, great chat. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to uh, impart on the world? Anything else you want to plug oh, that God. you might have forgotten about? Um, no. 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 <laughs> Yeah, so if you have it on minutes on September 1st on Amazon, um, and then also follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash legobego, L-E-G-G-O-B-E-G-G-O, um, and follow me on Instagram. I'm Becca Wu. Hell yeah. Catch that film on uh, streaming services that you could buy it from, and we will be back uh, much sooner than this. Much sooner than Woo! this. We're not, we're not going to wait this long for another episode. We got some guests lined up. Uh, we're okay. we're back in action. Good. So uh, Let's have a, go. Have a good one. Uh, thanks again.